going to do today is break down um, the interview that Aaron Bronstetter of TSN did with Dana White today and uh, take a look at um, most of the things they discussed and then give my comments on that. So let's get right into it. So you guys were looking to continue events for as long as possible. What kind of uh, work was done to weigh the risks? The risks, obviously, uh, one of the fighters coming in contact with the coronavirus and potentially carrying it uh, asymptomatically, and the reward of being able to provide entertainment to the public and uh, you know being able to provide to your broadcast partners. How how was that risk weighed? Listen, we we health and safety is always an issue with us. You know, a lot of these different businesses don't deal with this type of stuff. We deal with it every day. You know what I mean? We, we have the best and the brightest. We have these doctors, um, you know, who, who work with the athletes every day. And we have doctors who work with our staff, too. So, you know, health and safety isn't something new for us. It's, it's, it's something we live with every day. And it's something that we think about and are focused on every day. Um, also, solving problems and, and craziness happening is, is all part of this business. So this is this is nothing new for us. It's easy to see there. Um that there was an answer. It was not an answer to the question that was asked. It was just a, a lot of words to uh, to avoid and then to change the subject. White's good at this. Um, it's He's got a lot of practice at it. Uh, but obviously, he didn't answer the question. He didn't address the question. He just talked vaguely about health and safety and and then switch the subjects to, to uh, dealing with problems every day, which, again, that was not the question. So no answer on that, which is not out of the norm. When White gets asked the question, he does not want to answer. Was there any sort of screening this past weekend for coronavirus uh, among the athletes? Um. No, there wasn't. There was the same stuff that's going on, uh, you know, that they tell you to do. You look for the symptoms in people, and obviously, these fighters go through a ton of physicals and medicals before they, uh, you know, before they compete. The short answer to that question is no. Um, there was no testing done. I don't care that if they were looking for symptoms, you can be carrying the virus without showing symptoms. That's Everyone knows it. Should, everyone should know that by now. Um, does uh, does the commission in Brazil do good pre-fight testing according to its uh, according to what it has written down in the uh, on the ABC site and on its own website? It does uh, the almost the equivalent of what Vegas and California do. It's comparable to those two states. Um, so it does a good. It does do a good job pre-fight, but if it's not, if the commission and the UFC are not testing for the virus, anyone that was in that building, any fighter that competed, any second, any cameraman, any ref, any judge could have been carrying the virus. So if you're trying to follow the lead of the government, why try to circumvent them by doing the events on tribal land? Well, we didn't circumvent them. We, we talked to them. All of them were in the loop. They were in the loop on everything that we were doing. I would never go do something without checking with the athletic commissions first and making sure that they were okay with it. Okay, so the question 
it's tricky. The the answer is true-ish. Um, what was the UFC going to circumvent the government uh, by holding the, the the any of these fights on any of the postponed fights on tribal lands? Uh, if we're talking the U.S. government or the state government, absolutely they were trying to circumvent that because the tribal commissions do not answer to the state commissions. And so my question for White would be, what commissions were in the loop? Because technically, if they're going to hold these fights on tribal lands, the only commission that has to be in the loop is the tribal commission. I looked up the tribal commission that was going to oversee this event. They have uh, no listing on the ABC site as to what pre-fight medicals are, are administered. No listing at all. Um, so they did not reply, I guess, to the ABC request to have their information shared there. And they don't have to because they are not part of the state government. So it's kind of a true answer. But it also leaves a lot out. Um, he White does not name what commissions they were in touch with. That's an important question. Um, because if it wasn't a state commission, they uh, absolutely were going to circumvent the, the, athletic com- the state athletic commissions. If it's the tribal commission, okay, that's, that's what they need to do. Because that's what, that's what Bellator does when it... it it holds events on tribal commissions land but again we think of uh california nevada new jersey these are strong state commissions we do not think of tribal commissions as strong athletic commissions um so with the athletes if they were going to compete this uh saturday would you have tried to put in place some sort of mandatory quarantining after the event for 14 days so they wouldn't be able to perhaps come in contact no with other people? I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I, I have no idea. Um, it didn't happen. So, you know, what, what we did is, just like I did with all of my employees, if any of our athletes, first of all, you know this, you've been around the sport long enough, all of our athletes have health insurance. But in these crazy times, I'm, I'm hearing that, you know, hospitals are backed up or whatever. If any of my employees or any of my guys need help, we're here for them. And, and I'll do everything in my power to make sure that everybody gets taken care of. Have you? The mandatory quarantine question, a good question, because we're in uh, very uncertain times. Um, White kind of just laughed that off with, I have no idea. So clearly the answer to that would be no. Um, If you haven't put it in place, if if it wasn't in place the week of the event, I find it hard to believe that that would have been that could have been built into contracts and arranged and um, agreed upon by the fighters and their camps and the UFC and the lawyers and all that, if that could have been agreed upon so quickly. Um, his answer is that it didn't happen is, okay, but you had he had planned on holding these fights. So he should have planned on uh, taking care of the fighters in some way and making sure um, they have no that they're tested and that they are are clean of the coronavirus or or if they do have the COVID-19. So, bad answer. Um, And this, unless something's changed, is just a flat-out lie. All of our athletes have health insurance. 
Um, they do not. The, the, the fighters have injury insurance during camp. That injury insurance does not cover illnesses. It covers injuries during training camp. Um, Nate Quarry uh, tweeted out even then the deductible on that is $1,500 per incident. Steep deductible and uh, per incident again. Not not per training camp, but per incident in that training camp, which means you hurt your arm one day, you hurt your back the next day, two different incidents, $3,000 deductible total. Um, uh, the part where he says if the fighters are having trouble and, and they can reach out and they'll do whatever they can to take care of them, I hope that is true. I hope that's true. Um, John McDessie, in an interview earlier this week, said he was stuck in uh, Canada and he couldn't get medical treatment for uh, what, the injuries he sustained in Brazil because he was on quarantine. So hopefully he has reached out for the U to the UFC and they're doing what White says they're, they're going to do and do whatever they can to take care of him. Um, the part that bothers me the most in this section is that they had no he had no idea if they were going to quarantine the fighters and the fact that the insurance statement, it's not health insurance, it's injury insurance, and it's only during training camp. So UFC 249, knowing what we know today, do you feel that this event is definitely going to happen on April 18th? What percentage would you give it, give it that it happens on that exact date? Listen, again, 10 days ago, I'd have, I'd have told you things for sure. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of rolling with the punches here and have been since the beginning, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I can't honestly answer that question for you. Well, this answer has changed from earlier in the week. When he spoke to ESPN um, Sports Center earlier in the week, White said that UFC 249 would go on. Um, now he's saying he can't answer that question honestly, which I, I appreciate that. Um, I wish he would have been more honest with that a couple days ago. And the press release that the UFC released today said that the UFC is planning to move forward with UFC 249. So planning and will, two entirely different things. All right, I, I think that sums up most of what I wanted to cover from that interview. Um, I do believe that Aaron Bronstetter does a fantastic job. Um, he's one of the few access journalists who uh, always asks Dana White interesting questions, and he does push back when the openings are there for him to push back. Um, he's a good journalist. He does his job well. Um, and he's someone you should uh, pay attention to because he does get, like I said, he does get access to Dana White regularly, and he does do good interviews with Dana White. So whenever you get the chance, check him out. Um, I think that's all I have for today. Um, so I'll, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Stay safe.